Welcome to Human Factors Cast, your weekly podcast for human factors, psychology, and design. Atlanta, a hub for human factors activity. Companies like Delta, CNN, the CDC, Amazon, and Wayfair are employing human factors practitioners to solve the world's problems. If you ever wondered why we can do tasks when we have the tools we need or how having the right tools can make you more efficient, you've come to the right place. Human Factors focuses on both the why and how of human ability, efficiency, limitations, and systems. Human Factors provides us a way of improving the human experience. That brings us here. The Human Factors and Ergonomics Society's 66th Annual Meeting. Topics discussed here this week will span a variety of domains, such as improving emergency response to safety, all the way to improving musculoskeletal issues the average workforce faces, in addition to many more. But that's just scratching the surface. The HFES Annual Meeting is the premier conference where professionals in the human factors field come together with a goal of discovery, exchange, and advocacy of human interactions with the world around them. During our conference coverage today, you'll be hearing from world leaders in education, government, and industry who are focused and committed to improving our daily interactions with everything we come into contact with. Let's get started. Hello, HFES! Yes, people are looking at me like I'm a crazy person because we are broadcasting live here from HFES's 66th annual meeting uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. We are recording this live episode recap. Uh, on October 11th, 2022. That's Tuesday. That's the first day of the conference. Uh, my name is Nick Rome. We got a great show for you tonight. We're going to be breaking down a lot of all things HFES. Everything HFES that we talked about. We had a big, long live stream. We are here kind of recording the recap. Uh, I've, I would love to take credit for all this myself, but I can't do this alone. I have a remoting in from the UK, Mr. Barry Kirby. Barry. Hey there, Nick. And it's been it's been fantastic here to re- be able to remote in with you for the past what nearly nine and a half hours now. Um, it's, I think this is the closest we've been. <laughs> this is certainly the longest you and I have ever talked in one continuous setting. Now, I got to say, we we tend to get a lot of new folks listening to the show around this time. So thank you so much. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, Sincerely, thank you for even picking out your phone and uh, putting in Human Factors Cast and subscribing and doing all that. Thank you. That is awesome. I'm so glad you're here. This is a little bit different from the normal program, normal format that we do, but we also do conference coverage, and that's why we're here. We are here live. Well, I am here live at uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, HFES. Uh, so let's. we're going to be talking all things Human Factors and Ergonomics Society. I keep mentioning this over and over and over. Uh, it's been a long day. I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> we're here. This is a. Uh, this is it. This is the last thing we're recording, and then and then I can go back to my room and sleep. But some of the stuff that we're going to go over today is um, a little bit about what HFES is. Uh, even if you may be familiar with it, it's always nice to get a refresher. We're going to talk about some of our coverage uh, and some of the best, most fun topics that we had today, um, and then we'll kind of wrap it up um, and uh, call it a day. So. Barry, I got to get into things here. Um, do you, since, since you have, you've never been to HFES, right? Nope, never been. This is my first time, even though it's only remotely. Tell me what HFES is. <laughs> so HFES is the Human Factors and Ergonomic Society. And it was founded 
1957. Okay, okay, world... dictionary definition. Just give me give me your perception of what HFES is. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's just another um, professional organization for human factors practitioners. It's nearly as good as the Chartered Institute of Economics and Human Factors, but um, but you know you've got a lot you've got a lot to learn. Um, no, it's been a really interesting um, view on seeing a community come together and and obviously. We, I've had a quite a privileged view on on HFES across the board, around, you know, being able to get to, get to speak to the leadership today and what their ambitions are and that type of thing, um, as well as talking to genuine members. But it seems from the outside um, a very um, now open, open and progressive organisation that's you know coordinating itself around not only just doing human factors well, but communicating it in a um, hopefully a more inclusive way. Yes, I agree. That's it. Um, no, I think uh, for me, for me, HFES is a professional home. I it was the first sort of major conference that I went to. Uh, met a lot of really great connections, and over the years, our our connection here as a podcast has grown to the point where now we're in the ear of HFES leadership, and that's always nice to have. Uh, mm-hmm. But beyond that, you know, some of the folks here that make this thing happen is um, just they're on it, and so I always get a little. When people say that the society is dying, yes, it needs to change. But, um, you know, a lot of our stuff today talked about what changes are coming. And truthfully, they've left me pretty hopeful for the future of the society. So let's get into our uh, well, first off, let's just address the elephant in the room. We're here. We're physically I'm physically here at HFES. It's been three years, four years, three years, four years, three years for me. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) three years. That's greater than two. Yes, uh, <laughs> that is that. Yes, it's and and so in in the past it's been very much like this. Although I feel that the energy is much higher, and I can't tell if that's because people have been stopping by and saying hi uh, to the podcast all day, or um, if it's just genuinely everybody is here and excited about getting back into things. Because over the last couple of years, it's been a hybrid variant. Uh, where either, you know, there's been a limited number of people there or it's been completely online uh, just because of the way the world was over the last couple of years. So uh, with that being said, Barry, um, walk us through. What do we hear about today? So I guess there's if we look in the um, in the grand scheme of things, we've got um, we were privileged, I think, to be able to live stream the plenary um remarks made by um chris as outgoing president and carolyn but then also we heard from the keynote speaker um all from the test pilot from boeing who basically gave us a really good insight into um what it means to him to have more human factors involvement um which was fantastic yeah captain Uh, craig bauman thank you very much um you can scroll up than i can um so we've had that, and then we've had a day of of interviews, literally nonstop interviews all the way through, um, to, including HFES leadership, and then we've had a really good insight into affinity groups uh, today. And no doubt we'll come and talk to about them in in, in a bit more detail. And that's been a, an eye opening experience for me as well as a human factors practitioner. Thinking, you know, we, I think we automatically assume that we as human factors practitioners would take into account all the different types of um, people, the different types of um, attitudes and uh, and desires within our society, and it just sort of proves that we need these affinity groups uh, to keep make, keep our eyes open. Um, we talked a lot about uh, um, autonomy; it seems to have been a fairly persistent th- theme, not only with people who've spoken to us, but people who've been reflecting on what they've been seeing. Um, 
And then, yeah, um, talking about uh, leadership communications. So there's been um, a real run through. Um, I think possibly one of the highlights is talking about um, the outfit that um, Chris Reed was wearing last night. Uh, <laughs> a smooth suit. Um, but no, it, it's been refreshing, I think. So I think the, and I think we'll get dig, dig more into this, but they, a persistent theme, particularly from the leadership for me, was was around change, around yeah, progress. I agree. Around not so much where we are now, uh, but where the, where we see in the future. In fact, um, very much almost fighting talk from um, from all of the lead, all, all of the, lead, the the current leadership trio. Um, yeah, and I want to I want to add a quick little uh, note to that too, is because it's not only looking forward. You might say, well, you're ignoring what's happening now, but no, that that forward looking is because of what we understand now. And it's like, like you said, it's really refreshing. It's fighting talk. It's fighting words. They want to get in there, get their hands dirty and do things. Yes, very much so. Um, so I don't know. Do we want to dig into a, a few of the um, specifics? I mean, let's talk about the leadership in more detail because I thought that was um, really good. I mean, we heard from Chris and Carolyn twice, both from their official remarks to the um, um, to the conference itself. And then they obviously came and spoke to us as, as, as Susan did as well. I mean, Chris, I think, was very um, open with us when he came and spoke to us earlier. Um, he, he really feels that um, he's not only done something, but he's been able to lay a framework down, um, lay a, 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 di um, a, a direction, a, a level of momentum that he feels that he's, you know, everybody's bought into and everybody's moving on. His initial slides, his, his, his uh, um, discussion at the conference, um, really looked at the, you know, he talked about, as you've mentioned, around the membership numbers, and really is the sun setting on HFES. And um, I think it was quite clear that he doesn't think that's the case. That no. he, hey, hey, Barry, you, you continue on. I have something I have to take care of in person really quick, okay? Oh, You continue right. on. I, I absolutely will because I quite like the sound of my own voice anyway. Um, so, yeah, so it was really interesting to hear um, Chris's uh, approach. And also, and I'd encourage you to go back and listen to what he said in a lot more detail because it's it's the, the big, I guess one of the questions that we asked him is, right, so um, what's your legacy? What is it that, you're, um, um, that you think that we think? And he was really strong in saying, it's not over yet. We're only just getting started. Um, and then when we spoke to Carolyn, there was very much that um, that there was a sort of continuation there. There was clearly there's not going to be a a massive step change in a, in a moving into a very different direction now. Um, Carolyn very much had the words that you know the 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 ideas that she wants to bring, but it's all still very much in that direction of wanting to do more outreach, wanting to um, work with people, wanting to drive drive forward. And then when we heard from Susan, so the incoming president elect. She very clearly had um, a whole bunch of things that she wanted to change, some large, some small. Um, but all throughout, all three of them, there was no, um, there was a, a level of synergy in terms of direction. And that direction is progressive. It is moving forward. It is evolving the organization to to be different from yeah, where right. it is to, to, to go somewhere else. Um, but it is very much of the, um, everyone's going to bring their own flavor to it. Chris had his flavor that he, that he brought to it and has clearly done, um, made some real impact. He, one of the 
profound things that he that he said to us were the was that he felt that it was that people just didn't realize that HFES was potentially broken. Um, and we were just working through that. Um, but now he, he feels that he, he, you know, it, it was the elephant in the room and they've helped solve it. So between Chris, Carolyn and Susan, that progressive way forward is going to see HFES change and morph and um, grow um, into into a different beast, but a one that perhaps suits its members a bit more, the members of the future, rather than just purely the uh, the members of of, of the past. Um, that we, we heard a lot more about different ways of doing communications as well, and, and actually looking at the conference itself. There was clearly different uh, ideas about wanting to change um, the way that the conference ran. So a really um, obvious um, reflection of that was where they did the awards. So the awards ceremony moved to the um, to last night, to um, which was a first apparently. Apparently, it would normally be done on the uh, on the uh, Tuesday morning rather than the Monday night. But they did it on the Monday night to bring it in with the sort of the welcome dinner, and and then they were very gleefully telling me that they'd had music and all like. Like nice drinks and great food, um, which made which left my mouth watering and and really quite um, upset that I missed a lot of this uh, this stuff. So clearly, yeah, driver hold- social event as much as everything. Hey, Barry, else. Barry, hold on, hold on. We we have a rare opportunity here. I, I've set up a, a a camera for folks to come by and to uh, give their thoughts. Give me one minute here, and I'll get the camera up. Yeah, could you just give us a couple of thoughts? Say hello to the camera. You're live to everybody. Could you just let us know sort of what uh, you enjoyed about HFES today and what you're looking forward to this week? So I'm Julie Gilpin McMinn. I'm the uh, incoming secretary treasurer elect for HFES, and I have enjoyed all of these amazing young people who are here. The energy is just incredible and listening to the different work that they're doing and their aspirations has just been it's just been a joy and i'm getting ready to go up and go to the student reception and say hello to them at i think it's at six and the early career and practitioner reception is coming up at 5 30 up on skyline which is the 10th floor which isn't advertised well. So if you want to come up there, I don't care who you are, come up there, say hi, grab something to eat, and make some connections. Because that's what HFES is all about, is sharing knowledge, sharing in the science, and making connections that you can have for the rest of your life. That's it. Well, that was awesome. Great to hear from some people who are um, live attending and just getting that feedback. Um, (laughs) Well captured, Nick. That's good work. Uh, yeah, you know, this is this is. Uh, I have to let everybody know this is a live stream. This is completely unplanned, and I had planned on releasing this as an episode. I don't know if I want to do that now. We'll we'll kind of package this up. Hang on, we have another one, maybe potentially. Are you ready? You want to talk? Yeah, here. Hang on. Let me. Uh, all right, Barry, give me some preamble here while I get this ready. Okay, so the um, the other person who I spoke to, who I thought was um, mind blowing in many ways, was uh, Professor Paul Salmon. Um, Paul is somebody who I've spoken to before um, on a number of occasions, but actually on the 12 or 2 podcast. And when I spoke to him, and he's got uh, quite well published on this, he's, he's really looking into artificial general intelligence, and specifically the moment around associated risks. And this is, you're talking about AI and AGI is something that, you know, we do quite often now. We're, artificial intelligence is baked into everything. Um, 
but actually he came up with some concepts today that were really, really weird for me. Um, one of the things that really blew my mind was the idea around um, okay. where Paul mentioned that artificial ge general intelligence, when they're working with us, may not actually want us to know, us as humans, that they are more intelligent than we are. And so the AGI Wait, one might harm Wait, one second. Um, All right. which was just, that was just mind-blowing. The other thing that Paul did as well was um, away from the AGI and um, scaring me silly with some with some of this. Actually, no, just focus on that a little bit more. Was what they were doing? It was coming up with um, two different models: a military model and a, and a transport model um, to test AGI and and make that work. And and actually, some of the stuff that um, was interesting was more of the risks were on the civilian application, so the transport application, rather than the military application. It was almost a given that the military application would do what it does, but actually the civilian application had a whole lot more ethics and um, and them type of things that perhaps we wouldn't think about in any other sort of way. And then this, yes, this idea of the AGI just hiding its own capability um, was just mind-blowing. Even though we sort of talked about artificial general intelligence, um, and we we know things like Skynet and things like that. When if you've watched Terminator or and you know The Matrix or any, then pick another film. Um, but actually, when he sort of mentioned this idea about the artificial general, general intelligence recognizing that it was more intelligent than the humans than us, and actually just trying to dumb that down just to make sure it didn't get like switched off or did, that was just that was just next level. Um, yeah. Yes, yep. Let's... Here we go. Here we go. Next person up, and. You're good. All set? Yeah, my name is Sarah Clark. I'm a UX designer. So um, what I really enjoyed this week has been hearing the term UX used outside of software and UI. Um, where I come from, it's very uh, kind of, it's used interchangeably. And I really like that people are taking the UX approach and uh, applying it to things like hardware and the built environment and um, outside of just software. And uh, what I'm looking forward to most is honestly just more of that. Thank you, Sarah. All right. There we go. And isn't that great to hear just the, um, the different Thank sort you. of um, interactions that, that people want? And so I presume, Nick, you're just now lining people up just to... Um, We're trying. Just to their commentary. That, that, I think that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, from, from a remote perspective, um, I'm somewhat jealous. Um, there's... It's clearly so much going on um, and so many different things that are that are happening and more than one mention has been made of happy hour um, multiple happy hours and so which clearly I'm, I'm not taking part in um, so this just gives me a, a, an extra boost I think that hopefully next year if we're going to do this again we, we need to try and do it in person rather than remote as, as fun as remote is then I think the whole being in person being able to just uh, work with people I think is gives me a, an extra sense of motivation yeah, I I really want you to be here next year. Please be here next year. This is this is, <laughs> it'd be so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But beyond that, beyond that, I mean, like, look, it's just a ton of fun. I there's been so many good. Um, for us, it's a little different. We've been doing live streaming all day. This is this is not a typical HFES experience. So I have to admit. However. Uh, being able to see everyone's happy faces, like people are just jazzed to be here and being here in person is refreshing. It feels like coming home. I think I've mentioned that a couple of times, but it, it's really just the, um, the sort of atmosphere here. Everyone's happy to be back. They're exchanging. Like I am literally watching conversations happen right in front of me where information is being exchanged and geez, like it is, it is awesome. 
I don't know what you talked about with the the stuff that we covered here on the show this week uh, or on uh, today. It's, it feels like an entire week that we've sitting here live. <laughs> well, it, it, it's almost a um, you know was it like three months worth of coverage in one day? When I you, know. When you look uh, but no, I sort of spoke um, at some length around the leadership and what Chris okay. and Carol and Susan had to say to us. And I was just um, dropping into um, Paul Salmon and the way he yeah. scared me silly. Hey, I do yeah. want to jump to the floor. We have another person up here in our line here. Let me go ahead and uh, get it all ready to go. All right. Hi, I'm Salim Malua. Uh, I'm a PhD student over at George Mason. Uh, I'd say my favorite thing about today has been the Really interesting series of uh, lectures, especially the automation one I just got out of. And uh, something I'm really looking forward to this week at the conference is uh, actually uh, the joint GMU-UCF social event uh, I'm organizing, which is happening tomorrow, Wednesday at 6 p.m. So please stay tuned for that. And uh, I'm really excited for the rest of this conference. Oh, man, this is great. I love hearing from people. Yeah, but a lot of these people will do anything for a sticker. I kind of wish that I'd now sent a bunch of uh, my stickers o- over to uh, over there as well. But there's a lot of things I wish I'd sent over, um, including me in a suitcase, because that would have been a lot better. Um, All right. But yes, yeah, so um, right, now have you displayed? You, everyone is seeing you. They can't hear you, but they at least see that we're doing a live stream. So, so go ahead and wave to the people. So at the moment, Nick, I guess you're really enjoying being there in person. I am. I am loving this. This is this is amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that we put a lot of time and effort into planning the stream and to see most of it come together until I've kind of fallen apart at the end here, gone completely off script uh, and started getting people's thoughts from the floor. Um, no, this has been great. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of fun just in the first two days that we've been here. And um, it's just been, it's been pretty great. Uh, so I, I can't even comment on any of the, any, anything other than what we've seen today. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than the people that I've talked to, um, and that has just been phenomenal. I do want to mention, though, there was one interview that we had today that I just I loved, uh, and I've been looking to have Jules on the show for a very long time. Uh, Jules stopped by to stop by to talk about the LGBTQ uh, plus affinity group, and that was one of my favorite conversations that we've had in a very long time. Um, and it's not just because I'm so comfortable with Jules and I know them; it's just because that. That whole discussion was so informative, thought-provoking, interesting, uh, and and really important. And so, like, if anyone's listening and and chooses one thing to listen to, maybe maybe listen to that. I don't know. Everyone's going to be upset about the things that we recommend anyway. So that's <laughs> that was one of my favorites from today, As lo- along with Paul Salmon. That was a, a, another great one. Um, of course, yeah, they're all my favorites. They're all my favorites. Why? Who, who am I kidding? They're all my favorites. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, the, what Jules had to say was brilliant because they really, you're right. It was, it was, it wasn't a jaw drop moment, but the level of honesty is the wrong word. The level of openness that they shared with us around not only of their experiences, um, but what they're doing and and what we can do um, was was just really insightful, really really something that I hope a lot of other people take away from, from this. I thought, I, I think we could have easily talked for another hour um, and still not truly scratch the surface of, of, of how we can do things better. Um, but it was, yeah, loved it. It was a great catch. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. We got another one. You're ready. Here we go. 
Hey, uh, my name is Jules, and I'm being blinded by this light. Um, my favorite thing today, I think, was a complete stranger coming up next to me and calling me by name without looking at my name tag and saying, are you going to the DEI session? And I said, yeah. And they said, I am too. And I was like, that's totally cool. So we went there together, which was really awesome. And what am I looking forward to the most? Oh, there's so many wonderful people that, that I'm looking forward to talking to. But I have to say, once again, I'm really looking forward to our panel on, um, you know, how people can be themselves at work as much as they want to be. And so that's a DEI thing, too. Uh, but that's it. And I'm looking forward to this light not being in my eyes anymore. <laughs> and I, I hope you all have fun. And thank you so much, both of you all, for doing this great work. Thanks, Jules. We're doing great work. How cool is that? Oh, man. This is fun. This is fun. Let's look at what we have going on through the rest of the conference. There's a couple plenary sessions going on throughout the week. Uh, so obviously today we had uh, Captain Craig Bowman um, from Boeing. Uh, tomorrow looks like we have um, a, uh, a management versus technical uh, destines of senior HFE and UX practitioners. So that should be a fun one. Uh, we also have on Thursday, Industry 5.0 and the Future of Robotics. Uh, and then on Friday, HFE and DEI crossover opportunities. So those are some of the key opportunities. Oh, and we've got more. Um, I think there's we are we've got probably about another half hour of Nick basically fishing for people, and and then that's basically what this has turned into. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. so who's next? Who've you got? Hi, I'm Karen Jacobs. I'm from Boston University. I am so delighted to be here. The energy at the HFES annual meeting, 66, is fabulous. It is wonderful to network with everybody, to catch up, to see the energy in our profession. I am so looking forward to the annual business meeting. That's today, later on, and I encourage everyone to go and to learn about what will be going on with our um, society. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow, the posters with fellows, the other posters. Um, I'm looking forward to also the environmental design and children's issue um, technical meeting. So I hope you'll join us. And I thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. So, yes, we were we were covering some of the plenary sessions. Why don't we take a look at uh, what is coming forth this week? No, so some of the things I think, so for tomorrow, um, Wednesday, I think there is, there is sustainability in design, which is some, something quite close to um, my heart. And actually, some of the contributors are people I've sort of been uh, working with, so Andrew Thatcher, Gretchen Matt. Um, so I, I presented a, um, a webinar on climate ergonomics, and um, they that sort of team hosted it for me, um, which was brilliant. So it would be really interesting to see that. So that's a discussion panel. Um, then there is what else is on later in the day that sort of um brings out so safety in healthcare is something I think, um, sorry, human factors in healthcare, should I say? Um, it's something that's really on my radar at the moment, even you know, I'm not a human um, healthcare professional and not really involved in, in healthcare at all, but uh, because of some of the work I've been doing, um, or some of the interviews I've had on 1202 and some of the things we've talked about, it, it became a bit of a focus around. Um, so I'm, I'm doing it as a bit of a nice to have, I think. So as a, as a bit of a hobby. So that's interesting. So that'll be interesting to see some of them elements coming through. Um, what else on? 
yeah. So, oh, there's a there's a there's a lot of receptions and business meetings and and things that's why like you that. Come. That's, I mean, that's that's yeah. truthfully why you're here. I mean, you're, you're here to network. Your the, the presentations, um, they're great. Um, but I mean, at the same time, and and that's where the information knowledge transfers. But then, I don't know. It's it's like once you're once you know people, then then it really just accelerates, and and the, those uh, ideas transfer in the hallways rather than the poster sessions. So, thing that I'm, something else that I'm quite fan of is right is the idea around macro ergonomics. So, what, how do we? That's why it fits into the climate element. But how do we do apply ergonomics at the at the macro level? And so that's on Thursday. There was a whole um, session around that, and so I'd recommend anybody going to have a look at that. Um, we've spoken around. There's a discussion panel around being a manager, um, and whether you you know whether People need to go down the go down the management route in order to progress their careers. Um, so Christy, who was um, one of our um, victims, um, willing participants, um, she came and spoke <laughs> to us about that. Um, see, there's lots of really good stuff here to to dip into. Um, so, something that um, Chris Reed mentioned is the there's an HFES Historical Black Colleges and Universities Outreach Meeting. Um, so that that is um, extraordinary virtues of what Chris has been trying to achieve to reach out to communities that haven't necessarily been reached before with a, uh, with HFES, and so that would be quite good. Um, oh, that that's yeah. There's a section called Go on. yeah. I was just going to say I got one. Uh, this is one that Rose brought up earlier. Uh, it's me and my VE. That one's always a favorite of mine. Uh, it's using human factors applications, using virtual reality, mixed reality, virtual environments. Always fun to see because they set up a little uh, like a U-shaped uh, demo area where you can kind of just go around. They do like a little brief introduction. And uh, this is on Friday. So they do a little brief introduction of uh, sort of what the project was and what they're hoping to accomplish. And it's literally so truncated that it's it doesn't even scratch the surface, the, uh, at least from what I remember. Um you go in, they kind of talk about it quickly, and then you go and, and check out the demos. It's pretty cool. cool. Um, another dis a discussion panel, again, on Friday that I think would be interesting is around uh, is what, what they call one size, one size does not fit all, ethical oversight across human factors, domains, and practices. That is something that is still, it's still super popular um, because there's still, I think we've so much, we, I think we, we, we like to think we're on top of it, but I think we've, we've still got a long way to go. So I think some of that um, will be good. And also, did you talk about the? Did you talk about the discussion panel on uh, on Wednesday about uh, human robot teams? The discussion of the emerging trends. No, I missed that one. That one seems like uh, a, a good talk to go to as well. Uh, looks like um, that's that's it. That's that's the title. Human robot teams: okay. a discussion of emerging trends. It looks like it'll be fun. Uh, oh, I know some of the folks on there. Okay. Yeah. That'll be good. But yeah, I mean, overall, there is clearly something for everyone. There's clearly things that people want to go to and, and go and see. So there is, there's an awful lot of content. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it does reach back, I think. So a lot of the discussions that we've had today, a lot um, around communications, around how HFES is going, there is a lot of... Um, talk discussion around how to deliver some of this stuff differently um so not just having a you know your 
traditional lecture or tr traditional presentation. So it'll be interesting to see if we take a benchmark here, what we like when we're doing this. Because clearly we're gonna we're gonna um, cast this now for the net for forever going forward. What it's gonna be like in next year, year after, and see the evolution of what this conference has to offer and yeah. how it delivers its information. Yes, um, yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because with all these changes that have been talked about from everyone involved, uh, I think it'll be an interesting, um, you're right, it's an interesting benchmark to kind of sit here, compare, where are we in three years time, in six years time? Uh, are we still going to be podcasting? Are we going to still be around? I don't know. That's, that's a good question. Mm. And it's, you know, we didn't, I guess it'll be, we didn't even I talk about the future of the podcast. That's, that's another thing. Oh, that's true. Well, I guess my final thought on this would be is if, um, if this does change, then great. But actually, how disappointing it would be if it didn't, you know, because we've heard some really inspiring, some really strong um, motivations and really strong calls to action, um, some drivers to make that progressive change. It would be a shame if we sat here in three, four years time saying, well, you know, they all talked about it, but nothing happened. Um, I yeah. don't think that's going I don't think that will be the case. I think, you know, we both, I think, quite strongly agreed that um, it feels buzzed it feels like there is um something in the air um that people do want to see things change evolve um and so i hope we are coming back next year the year after saying wow look at the difference yeah i think the last thing i'll end on is just that during this coverage we kind of opened up the day with an announcement on our side and uh, uh talk about burying the lead so <laughs> burying the lead uh i <laughs> <laughs> three hours of sleep people i don't know Anyway, we have an announcement. I mean, Human Factors Minute is something that we're really proud of. It's something that we've been putting together for years. We've been working on this for four years. And in fact, our lab has grown so much to the point where uh, they are putting together Human Factors Minutes on a weekly basis. Like we are we are producing these things in mass. And because of that, we want to make sure that this information gets out there. We want people to be uh, they know it exists. And so we are making it public. Um the full announcement can be found on the live stream. I might insert it here. Future Nick, insert it here. Yes, let's get into the announcement. So we wanted to share this with you all because this is something exciting for us. This is something that we have actually been uh, working on for a very, very long time now. If you're a longtime listener to the show, you, you've kind of heard some of the hints being thrown around towards this. Um, and basically, the announcement is this. Human Factors Minute, our traditionally Patreon-only podcast, is going free to the public. So what that means is that you know, we've been sort of encouraged by some of our talks with our patrons, so it's okay by them, uh, as well as the greater Human Factors community. A lot of people have listened to these um, and like the stuff that we've done with them. So we're making that content uh, openly available to the public. And why this is so important is because we have a lot of people in our lab who actually work on this stuff. And we want that to be visible uh, uh, with more people's eyes on it. So we're excited that the general public gets to experience some of the hard work that our digital media lab has worked on over the last couple of years. Many of our lab members author Human Factors Minutes as a way of enhancing their portfolios, learning about Human Factors concepts themselves. Uh, but with our current distribution, there's not really a great way to publicly point to that stuff uh, for that record of work. So it'll, this will give them that opportunity, and that's great. But we're not quite ready to launch yet. Um, 
the public facing human factors minute feed will launch on the fourth anniversary of the standalone podcast, which is February 28th of next year. So mark your calendars. We'll have 10 episodes at launch. After that, the public feed of human factors minute will air on the 10th, the 20th and the last day of the month each month. So you'll get three human factors minutes each month. Uh, and you might be asking, what does that mean for the Patreon supporters? You've made the thing that they paid for free. Well, kind of. Uh, if you're doing the math, that's that's I just did it. It's three human factors minutes a month for our our uh, the, the public and then four for our patrons. Um, and so the value of the supporter only feed will not only continue to increase over time, but it will also increase relative to the general public. So there will forever be an increasing you know, sort of delta between the two on the private feed that are not available publicly. Anyway, I say all that because uh, I'm I'm really excited about this announcement. This is something that took a lot of convincing. Barry can attest to it. I've I've been kind of uh, precious about Human Factors Minute because truly, uh, I mentioned it earlier. This is what it looks like, and so with that, um, you know, we wanted to we wanted to have a happy medium, and I think this this approach kind of does it. So. Um, I hate asking for money. Truly, I do. But but the standalone podcast, it, it does keep the lights on. Uh, we hope to provide a couple additional methods of supporting the show. Um, we are like PBS, right? So like all this, all this stuff comes out of pocket. Um, you know, there's a couple expanded options, I think, that we're going to look for uh, going forward. So not just Patreon. Some people don't like the platform. That's fine. What we're looking at is uh, Patreon. You can support us at $5 or more uh, to get this extended sort of uh, access. You do buy me a coffee, $5 a month, monthly, or $50 a year, yearly. And then there's also Ko-Fi, which again, $5 a month um, will get you access to that subscriber-only feed. And that's it. That's that's the big announcement. So we're launching another public-facing podcast to join our Human Factors podcast network. And that's three, if you're keeping track. So, uh, you know, here, Human Factors cast, we got 1202, the Human Factors podcast. And now, Human Factors Minute, publicly available. Barry, what do you think of the announcement? I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? I mean, I will attest to just how much um, work goes on in the background behind these these minutes because it's not just a yes, it's a it's a minute of um, amazing audio that, that is rich with um, them sort of facts and elements that any human facts practitioner and anybody outside of the the domain can um, can can learn from. But because there's such a bank of them, um, there's been you know, and the patrons have really uh, i think appreciated having that available but making that available to everybody is going to be such a fantastic resource for everybody you know there's nobody i can think who wouldn't benefit from from listening to this stuff so so having going having that going live on february the 28th of next year is going to be um a really staggering moment and i think we need to appreciate you nick in because i know as you say this has been um your baby, something that you've really wanted to um, look after and nurture. And this is almost feels like it's it's now going to go out into the even wider world. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you really, because we value our Patreons and the, the effort that they put into, as you say, keep the lights on. So, you know, to have their support as well going forward is going to be absolutely crucial to make sure that we can provide the this depth of knowledge that is there. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, you know, if if we want to nerd out for a minute, um, we're planned out for the private feed through 2032 and the public feed through 2040. So if you you have years to listen, <laughs> there's there's a wealth of of knowledge here that's coming out. Like this is how we planned it, and it's kind of insane. 
and and so with that, you know, we have we have Human Factors Minute coming out, uh, free to the public. It'll be um, it'll be great. I think it will be great. Stay I think tuned. it will be as well. I think it's good. It's going it's to be really exciting because um, we did speak about it what nine and a half hours ago. Um, but yeah. the this idea that we've the I mean, you guys have made all of this content um, and the patrons will still get their um, their their dose their um, their upfront dose and they'll always be ahead of um, what goes out to the general public. And so there, there is definitely still that buy-in for patrons get their exclusivity, um, which is going to be brilliant for them. Um, but then the public is going to get um, get that stuff as well um, at a slower rate. But I think what was frightening was the the uh, the amount of content that you mentioned that we had already. Because <laughs> yeah. so, you, Nick is, if you've been listening to the podcast at all, you know Nick is quite into his automation at the moment, and he's developed a whole lot of stuff that's got what where what have we got. Content oh, to now. Uh, I can talk about that now. That's the automation piece that I talked about a couple of weeks on the show. Uh, was yeah. figuring out how to automatically drag and drop a file and have it pull a bunch of information about Human Factors Minute and have it schedule it and put it in your podcast feed at the right time and interval. So that's everything that I've been working on. Man, that was a couple of weeks ago. I'm so excited I can share that now. I feel like a, a big weight <laughs> has been. Lit. I feel like Chris Reed after switching over his uh, his presidency to Carolyn. That's that's. Uh, that's a callback to an interview we did earlier. <laughs> Check that out. I'm so excited. Yes, we do have content. <laughs> we content. We have stuff. Uh, what the public feed is planned out through 2038. 2039. We have stuff planned out. 2040. 2040. Um. So yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff out there, and the public feed is out through. Or sorry, the public feed is out through 2040. Private feed is out through. Uh, uh, 2032. Oh man, that's the first yawn I've done though. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We're what like ten hours into the stream? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Almost just exactly. Just give, that another, give that another forty seconds, and then that—that's uh, ten hours yeah. of live streaming. Ten hours of non-stop. Like that's this—it's a first for me. Are we crazy? Say. I'm not. Well, clearly, but we knew that before we started. Um, yeah. It been, hasn't it been a blast? It has been a blast. And Barry, I think I'm going to wrap up. I, th- I, think, I think we've been doing this for 10 hours. I think that's enough, right? That's, I, we've hit the I, quota? I, I, yeah, I think as soon as we, as soon as we hit 10, then, then, then oh. we're good. You know, I, think, I, think, I think we must have hit something for being the longest Human Factors live stream from HFES ever. I think, I think we're the only one to, to do that. Yes. That's okay. the point. That's the point. Okay. We are the longest, longest and only. Award-winning. Oh, award winning yes all right well that's it for today everyone if you like this conference coverage episode i'll encourage you to go listen to any of our other conference coverage but most recently our coverage of human factors healthcare symposium is a good one comment wherever you're listening with what you think of the coverage did our thoughts make sense did my babbling rambling make sense did we do okay with getting the people on the show i don't know to tell us <laughs> Uh, you know what? If uh, co- yeah, comment with uh, with all that stuff. We had a blast. Hope hope you did too. Um, for more in depth discussion, you can always join us on our Discord community. We have one of those. Visit our official website. Sign up for our newsletter. Stay up to date with all the latest Human Factors news. You can also go to hfes.org. They've been a huge help in setting all this up and making sure this happens. If you like what you hear, you want to support the show. There's a couple ways that you can do that. One, you can leave us a five star review wherever you're watching or listening right now. 
That's free for you to do. Two, you can tell your friends about us. We're at Human Factors and Ergonomic Society. I'm telling everybody I meet about the podcast. You better bet it. Uh, three, if you have the financial means to do so, um, you can support us on Patreon. We're, uh, we do this as hobbyists. Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I have a flexible job. I can do this. And Barry, too. And, and we sit here every week and talk about Human Factors because we find it fun. If you want to support the show and make sure we can keep doing this and literally keep the lights on. I made this joke earlier, but uh, it doesn't work in a podcast format, but the lights are off and I'm in the dark <laughs> and there they are. That's what patrons do for us. Uh, so thank you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And speaking of thank yous, I'm going to take a huge pause in this outro to do some thank yous uh, and, and tell everybody why. So first off, first and foremost, thank you to the Human Factors and Ergonomic Society for access to this event. Uh, and permission to live stream, simulcast, and record everything going on here today. This has been awesome support from them. HFES leadership for encouraging and supporting the idea. Everyone at all levels of leadership has been super supportive of this, really dig what we're doing, and think it's valuable to the community. Volunteers. We didn't have any volunteers here on site. That was all me, but thank you. Uh, (laughs) We thought we might. We thought we might, but we didn't. Uh, Human Factors Cast Digital Media Lab, you guys made this happen, too. Uh, there is so much work that went on behind the scenes in order to prep and execute this live stream. I can't even tell you how much work went into this. This was a lot. Every single promo that you saw today, every single uh, script that we went through, all the preparation, all the organizing guests and filling out their information and making sure that the questions were correct, all that was the lab. They all did a great job. Thank you so much. I want to thank our Patreon supporters because, like I said, you keep the lights on. Without you, we would literally literally be in the dark. And um, I don't know if my wife would be too happy about me doing a 10-hour live stream with hundreds of dollars of equipment in a uh, at a conference that I probably couldn't afford if I if we didn't have the support. So, so thank you all. And and truly, the last one I want to thank is our listeners. Without any of you, none of this would happen. Seriously. Uh, if no one was on the other side listening, we wouldn't do this. Um, and we see the numbers. We know how many of you there are, roughly. Uh, and many of you have come up to me today and told me what the podcast means to you. And I can't tell you how much that means to me. So thank you so much. As always, links to everything that we do. All of our socials, website, description of this episode. You can check it there. Mr. Barry Kirby, thank you for sitting on a live stream with me for 10 hours. We've been sitting here for 10 hours podcasting live from HFES. Uh, wow. You've been my wingman, my incredible support mechanism, my um, my therapist through all this. Where can our listeners go and find you if they want to talk about your thoughts and opinions on the conference from afar? So if you want to hear from me and what I've been thinking about during the past 10 hours, then find me on Twitter at Baz underscore K or come listen to some of my interviews on 1202 Human Factors Podcast at 1202podcast.com. As for me, I've been your host, Nick Rome. You can find me on our Discord and across social media at Nick underscore Rome. Thanks again for tuning into Human Factors Cast. There's still a, people, a couple people left, but I'm not going to engage them. I, I don't want to interrupt the science <laughs> transfer. Or I don't want to uh, embarrass myself. It's been a day. Anyway, until next time, everybody. It, it depends. depends. We did it! We did it! Human Factors Cast brings you the best in Human Factors news, interviews, conference coverage, and overall fun conversations into each and every episode we produce. But we can't do it without you. The Human Factors Cast Network is 100% listener supported. All the funds that go into running the show come from our listeners. 
Our patrons are our priority, and we want to ensure we're giving back to you for supporting us. Pledges start at just $1 per month and include rewards like access to our weekly Q&As with the hosts, personalized professional reviews, and Human Factors Minute, a Patreon-only weekly podcast where the hosts break down unique, obscure, and interesting Human Factors topics in just one minute. Patreon rewards are always evolving, so stop by patreon.com slash humanfactorscast to see what support level may be right for you. Thank you, and remember, it depends. Spacecraft, railway locomotives, nuclear submarines, healthcare, jet aircraft, these are all examples of highly technical systems and organisations, and all have one particular thing in common. They all involve humans. Humans who want to do amazing things and are using technology to achieve them. They all have something else in common. They have amazing people ensuring that the users who are involved can do what they need to do, are safe when they do so, and have the optimum user experience. These people are Human Factors practitioners, and on 1202 The Human Factors Podcast, they talk to me, Barry Kirby, about what they do, sharing their career paths, highlighting their ideas and best practices, and fundamentally raising awareness of our discipline. Find us on 1202podcast.com, on social media, and on your favourite podcast directory, because it's more than just common sense.